like to eat, 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 eeples and beninis. No one gets it yet. I like to eat, 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 eeples and bananas. No one knows what I'm talking I, I about. I do. Oh, you do? I, is it Veggie Tales? No, it's Barney. From my childhood, right. the vowel oh. song. You I, say each well, line A E I O U. I, like I watched oot, a lot oot, of Barney oot. and I have no memory of Oopals that. Ooples and Banoonoos. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, we are talking about our childhood in general. Yeah. <laughs> no. And this is Blanket Four Books. Oh, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Blanket Four Books. Sorry, I'm a child and don't remember what we're watching, we listening all. to. Whoa. <laughs> We've all reverted back to our childhood forms. Okay, milk. She needs a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> so on Blanket Ford Books this week, we are talking about some of our childhood faves, things that we hold dearest, like my Eeples and Beninis song. I really think that you yes. need to listen to that. <laughs> I loved your performance. I loved your glaring stare of confusion. <laughs> Jeez. I'm glad. Yeah. By the way, I'm Rachel, a child today, and you can find me on Abrams Records. Twitter. Yeah, I am Whitney. You can find me at Witten Wisdoms on Twitter, and we have special guest today. Hope you understood that. That was Whitney. And <laughs> Gabe, where do we find you online? Uh, my name is Gabe, and I am Board Seed on Twitter. Yay. Woo-hoo. That was Gabe's cat, by the way. It was Whitney. Okay, no. what are we doing today? What's, what, what do we look like? What are we chatting about first? We are discussing, like Rachel said, all of our childhood favorites in terms of TV, movies, books, music, basically everything we were into before the age of like 18. But first, <laughs> yeah, I still watch a lot of childhood stuff. I equally watched things that were too young for me and too old for me, but never in my age demographic. <laughs> like Did you watch the Golden Girls when you were a kid? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. In a kid. Yeah, yeah. And I was in like high school still watching Hannah Montana. Like, <laughs> I understand Phineas and Ferb followed me for a very long time. Oh my God. Rachel and I did sing the Phineas and Ferb theme song in full the other day. With we no both, prompts. We both knew it from heart. <laughs> but anyway, first, let's talk about what we're into currently before we go back in time. So Gabe, what's up? So... I didn't even think of this until just now, but I think what I was into this week kind of ties in with a childhood fave, because I was going to talk to you about an album again. This album, this time, is Kylie Minogue's 15th studio album, Disco, and I just remembered that, hey, wait, she is also a childhood fave from such singles as... Can't get you out of my head. And then my other fave. Yeah. I would singing. sing that constantly We're as a kid. I'm going. sorry. And my other fave was I Believe in You, which I believe was on a, a greatest hits compilation or something. Also, you know what? I don't think it's her music videos have not gone appreciated because they're always great. And also the music videos from her new album, Disco are really wild and I'd recommend being stoned while watching them or just, you know, in a very strange state because they'll make you feel good. 
Weed's legal here. We're in Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So legal. PSA. Yeah. Um, anyway, her new album's really good because it's like, it's not a country one like she did two years ago. <laughs> um, it's got some great aggressive, like, Dua Lipa future nostalgia sounds, but like, it goes harder than that. And that's why I like it. And I just, I find it really addicting and fun to listen to. I've probably put it on loop. Like I I can't listen to it just once. I have to listen to it like twice. On that note, I have a a question that I need to ask you. Yes. How are we feeling about Ariana Grande this week? Oh, right. Um, (laughs) I have to ask you every single podcast. Well, what if I told you that I had still not returned (laughs) Two positions by Ariana Grande since we last spoke. That's fine. As long as I have an update. Yeah. I'll, the people I'll still, need to know. I'm still going to work on it, though. Okay. Okay. I feel like Kylie Minogue is so underappreciated in general. Like, I feel like she has, she's had some bops. She's had some hits. But, like, she is so good and so talented. And I feel like she doesn't get enough credit. She has 15 albums since 1989. That's insane. Yeah. Does she not sleep? Um, she must not. Yeah, like probably not. Like, well, actually, that's like, it's not annually releasing an album, but she's like, she's acted too and done like a lot of stuff. She's, I believe, an Australian queen. She's having a good career. Mm-hmm. And she's... Not as old as I thought she was either. That's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I say that is because she had an album in 1988 or 89, and I was like, what? Um, so I assume, oh, wait, is she like 65? And okay, like, what? No. <laughs> what? Isn't she like... I thought she was in her 30s, but I guess that doesn't really make sense. Well, it's the, I mean, same. I, you you could assume that, but she's she's like maybe 50 something i forget now remember when i bet you five dollars that mia was in her 40s and you didn't believe me and you gave me five (laughs) dollars that blew my mind well she i couldn't believe looks damn good i look older than her (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah also to the viewers did you know that because if you didn't that might have blown your socks off I have never seen a 40-year-old that looks that damn good. It's true. I, I can't think of it either. It's impressive. What's her skincare? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what I've been into this week is also kind of, kind of ties into the episode um, because it is a children's classic. Um, and I just read Little Women for the first time. Um, I didn't really know the story either. I don't know how, like, I've lived under a rock my whole life, but I really, really loved it. It was so cute. It made me cry. I feel like we all have a sister that we relate to the most. Mine is Beth. Let me know what yours is, because I feel like that says a lot about a person. We all want to be a Joe, but we're not. Oh, my. (laughs) Um, I feel like you're Meg. You know, I haven't read it in like 14 years. She's the oldest and the prettiest. Oh, I'm old. <laughs> no, she's <laughs> only 16. <laughs> but she's the prettiest and she's the one who gets all the male attention and everyone loves her and she's very proper and nice. 
I'm damn proper. Well, I don't know if I'd call you proper, but I'd call you pretty and lovely <laughs> and nice. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read that book since I was like 10, but I remember really liking it at the time and now yeah. forgetting everything about it. It was such a good experience. Like, it's it's a really good classic. There's a movie now, right? Yeah, well, there, there's been a few movies, I think, but there's one that came out in 2019, directed by Greta Gerwig, who I would literally die for. Um that I haven't seen yet, but I know I'm going to love it. Exciting. It's like when you know you're going to love something so much that you just like push it off until it's been so long and you still haven't consumed it because you just know you're going to love it and you don't want to break that barrier. Whoa. Yeah. My thing this week has been revisiting Joni Mitchell as I subjected Whitney to in the car quite a bit. I love it. I it's love it. It's so good, which also sort of ties into this episode for me anyway, because my parents always used to play Joni Mitchell when I was a kid. So I was like one of the few in my classroom who would be able to sing all of Yellow Taxi. I love that song. And the day that I found out that it was not by Counting Crows changed my life. <laughs> in a good way or a bad a way? A very good way because good. the Joni Mitchell version is a million times better. I was better. about to ask, remember that version? Because that's the childhood version yeah, for me. Yeah, I was, I was obsessed with that version. And then I found out that it wasn't the original. And then I listened to the original. And then I was like, this is so much. It's so good. I feel like that happens to a lot of people with the Dixie Chicks. And landslide. Yeah. They're like, thanks, bro. It's such a good song. And then they hear Stevie Nicks and they're like, stole it. Yeah. No, we love the Dixie Chicks. Fleetwood Mac is better. Fleetwood Mac is better. Okay. As long as that's been established. Oh, of course. Okay. We Mm -hmm. stand Fleetwood Mac, but we like the Dixie Chicks. I only know one song by the Dixie Chicks, and it is that. I just know they're like badass, and they wrote like. What's that song? (laughs) That's like one of their most popular ones. It's like, I won't say I'm sorry. What is it? It's like on the tip of my tongue. That sounds kind of familiar. Well, one of their most popular where it's like badass and they're like, I'm not going to apologize. And they wrote it because they like spoke out about a conservative government or something. And everyone was like, we're shocked. And they were like, fuck you. Whoa. (laughs) I I was going to say they're actually the chicks now because... They decided that or learned that. I'm not really oh, sure yeah. why the word Dixie has racist connotations. I don't I don't think I'm educated enough to understand that. Yeah, I did hear that as well. A lot of um, country groups had to change their names, like Lady Antebellum. They could just change is... their type of change their type of music. What? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like country music. <laughs> the chicks have I'm... released a new album this year. Did you listen to it? I meant to and forgot, but I heard it's good. Oh. Have you guys seen that Twitter trend that's going around like right now that's like, what is something that isn't blank but feels blank? Like what yes. is, yeah. So for <laughs> some, I, this just, I don't know why this just hit me, but something that isn't racist but feels racist is country music in general. Yeah. And also Birkenstocks. Is racist? feels racist oh i oh really yeah why have you ever seen a person of color wearing birkenstocks yeah no my (laughs) (laughs) ex-boyfriend i witnessed it (laughs) they feel racist okay (laughs) (laughs) i can't explain it okay anyway 
This is chaotic as usual. It is. What's our, what are we talking about next? Our fave things? I loved recess, which also is now problematic going back. <laughs> like oh, in, yeah, the kindergartners. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Still watch it a lot, though. They were progressive in different ways that they understood. I love Mrs. Grogie. She didn't shave her legs. It's true. She was a feminist icon. She was like, woke. Well read. Yeah. Good with kids. Sweet teacher. Cool yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Her hair was a triangle. I'm sorry. It was great. It was fucking cool. Like in those episodes are just so memorable. You see them once and they never leave your head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is a a great show if you, you know, remove the other part. If you omit half of the the playground. (laughs) Yeah. True. I really liked The Proud Family. I'm just going to go off forever. I'm just going to keep listing things. Because I, for me, when I was a kid, I was not a big reader. I was the biggest reader. Yeah, I want you to tell your story you told me the other day about how you injured yourself while reading. (laughs) (laughs) But I was not her. I did not read. My biggest slogan in my family was, no, I wait for a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I did not read anything. And I just, I had like a TV routine <laughs> like from and it changed throughout the years like at one point when I was a little bit older in high school Gabe used to come over before school and we used to watch the movie trailer channel yeah just because why not and it was I guess we weren't that into YouTube where we <laughs> just google them but anyways we used to do that I used to watch a lot of Disney channel mm-hmm. that was where it was at proud family proud family was a favorite yeah that one I still watch it no yeah. shame. Um, my favorite and my very first, well, not my favorite, my first, but one of my first sexual awakenings was Fillmore. <laughs> <laughs> because Ingrid in that show is a goddess and I stand by it and I'm still attracted to her. She's animated. I can't help it. <laughs> I was really into Buzz Lightyear. You were. You told me that. Yeah. I. He's handsome. Handsome, weird mm, astronaut man. Don't like, like astronauts guess, down. Yeah. Liked him when I was seven. We're also drinking and eating snacks from our childhood. Yeah, I was just jingling iced coffee right beside the microphone, so I'm very sorry. If anyone can guess what sound this is on Twitter and, and, and message us on the Blanket Fort Books Twitter, I will send you what it is. It's food, by the way. <laughs> this is an ASMR podcast. It is. Gabe, what's something you liked? Um, I have too much to even say, so I'm just going to open the discussion because we can all agree. Pixar movies. The Incredibles. Finding Nemo. Yep. Toy Story 1 through 3. Yep. Those are my my go-to. Yeah. Those are my absolute favorites. I can, like recite all of the Incredibles. I love the fight between Elastigirl and Mr. Incredible, but when they're just, they're humans. Well, they're always humans. <laughs> when they're fighting in front of the kids, I can single-handedly have that fight with myself, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> <laughs> this is not about you! Anyway, love that movie. Yeah. Um, I was obsessed with this VHS that I've never heard anyone else talk about. 
but it was called Little Pocahontas, and it was a full-on ripoff of Pocahontas, the Disney movie. Um, it wasn't Disney, though, and she was a baby, and there were animals, and I watched it so much that my mom told me I broke the VCR, so I would stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I this was a regular occurrence. Yeah. I don't get the whole reason why kids like to rewatch stuff so much, but, like, I still do that to date. Yeah, um, I've seen me too. those Pixar movies an ungodly amount of times. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when I was in high school, I would watch Pirates of the Caribbean and literally as soon as it ended, I would just press play again. So yeah. it wouldn't be weird for me to watch one movie three times in one day as a high schooler. Yeah. I had a There's a lot that I would, I would do that Not with. Not Pixar, but Shrek 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shrek 2. Also can say that whole thing. All of it. The whole script. Yeah. Like I said, there was a lot that I watched that was either too young for my age or too old for my age. But I was obsessed with Saved by the Bell, which mm. was before my time. So there were like solely reruns, but it was on every day in the morning when I was getting ready for school, like elementary school. And I would get up like a little bit earlier so I could watch like an extra episode. And I was obsessed with Mario Lopez. <laughs> I don't know why him and not the the attractive guy that everyone else has the crush on, but Mario Lopez was my favorite. (laughs) My sister used to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? (gasps) Me too. I never did because I was afraid of the dark and it scared me. It is a scary show still to this day, but I loved it. I loved spooky shit and I still do. I don't know why. Couldn't get behind that. I remember one time like I wasn't fully scared. But I knew that if I would be a big enough of a baby, I'd get my sister in trouble for watching it. So I was in bed and just heard the show. So then I just like stood in the hallway and half watched it <laughs> from my bedroom and got <laughs> slightly scared. So I like went out and I was like, make her turn it off. I was so scared. <laughs> she wasn't allowed to watch it anymore. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my. That is. Sisters. Yeah. Well. When I was a child, I straight up, like, didn't sleep. I was a little anxiety-ridden six-year-old. Um, so I, I never slept, and I would get up late at night and sneak into the living room, and the only thing that was on was X-Files, which was, again, a little bit before my time, but I was obsessed with it. It is still my favorite TV show to this day. It is so good, but it is way too spooky for, like, a six- and seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah, there's that. some gross images that I I can't even look at today yeah and I was just fascinated like I don't know what's wrong with me but should have made me more anxious but it cured my anxiety (laughs) yeah well I feel like you have to share the story about injuring yourself (laughs) while reading because this is the funniest thing and just so foreign to me because why were you reading (laughs) you're a child (laughs) okay so Once again happened when I was like six or seven and I never slept and my parents would always get mad at me because I wasn't sleeping. And one night I, um, we had a bookshelf with all of our books that was like outside my bedroom and down the hall a little bit. And I snuck up late at night and I went to the bookshelf and I grabbed a book and then I went back to my bed and I like sneakily read it with like a book light or like a flashlight or something. And then as I was reading it, I don't know what happened, but I like moved somehow and I hit myself in the mouth with it and I like cut my lip with my tooth and made my mouth bleed and I was upset so I had to go out and be like I snuck a book I was reading and I hurt myself (laughs) (laughs) and I remember it was like a Minnie Mouse book or something wow but 
Yeah. I mean, only I could hurt myself while reading a book. Yeah, <laughs> only you could. <laughs> but I think it's so funny, little, little tiny Whitney being all secretive I know. and injured. All I wanted to do was read a book. I didn't want to go to sleep. <laughs> I could never have that problem, like, to date, if I'm a little bit sleepy or should be a little bit sleepy. I just pick up a book, make it, like, three pages, and then I'm out. Yeah, I make up for it now because I sleep all the time. Love a good nap. True. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe, you were really into the Nickelodeon channel. Yeah. Like SpongeBob, everyone's favorite, right, right Whitney? I really don't like SpongeBob. I feel ashamed because Gabe judges me, but I have, I don't know like, I would watch X-Files and Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I was kind of scared of Spongebob. <laughs> I really don't like cartoons with an adult sense of humor. And maybe Spongebob does not have an adult sense of humor, <laughs> but to me it does and it freaks me out. I don't like it. It has, it has more than I remember there being. Mm-hmm. More than like, than, like, the Proud family or something. Like, that's my limit. I didn't like Nickelodeon shows at all. I was never into it because, I mean, for me, there was Channel 19, which was Nickelodeon. Yeah. And then there was Channel 35, which was the Disney Channel. And, and I didn't have that one. So and Channel 40 was Teletoon, oh. which I didn't really like, I don't think. What? What was on Teletoon? Well, Bugs Bunny, first of all. I feel like like I would 35 was the best, and yeah. then if there was nothing good on 35, it would be 40 for Teletoon. Hey, wait, wasn't 16 on Teletoon? Yes. When you're... Oh, was 16. It 16. Yeah, I thought you meant 16. How did I, no, I was oh, just starting yeah. to sing Taylor Swift. No, it was. That was a great show. She worked in the job. Like, the I started the mall today. Thank God I'm on my own for the first time. Okay, one time I watched this show. It was like Trading Spaces or something on yes. TLC. And the guy who voices Jude in 16 was in human form on this show getting his house fixed up and i was like that really sounds like jude <laughs> and then i looked it up and i was like it's jude oh my gosh very strange it was a lot That's crazy. i think i was attracted to every single person on that show oh i didn't like the guy with the purple hair who was like a turd i think i liked him still yeah <laughs> that was a great show i forget what else was on teletoon i think in america it's the Cartoon Network is the same as Teletoon here. Power Ranger? No, that was that was Disney. Oh, I love Power Rangers. Oh, another thing I was obsessed with was the um, like original animated Spider-Man series. I would watch that early in the morning. I would watch it late at night. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I used to get up early. That doesn't happen anymore, by the way, people. <laughs> when I used to get up early. The only thing on after my infomercial of the Ionic Breeze. Do you remember that? It was on every yes. morning. Oh, my God. It cleans your air. Oh, my God. The one infomercial I remember more than anything because I watched it every single day was the Cindy Crawford one, the skincare <gasps> one with the fruit from the south of France. I know the one. I feel like I could recite it. <laughs> I don't know these. In fact, oh. I definitely saw a lot of infomercials that I can't remember. Well, I think it was on the Teletoon Network. Um... And it was the ionic breeze in my mouth. I remember this. I just remember curled up on the bed, eating, or on the couch, eating my cereal at like 6 a.m. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember watching this. It's the ionic breeze, which, by the way, I looked, you cannot buy anymore, um, <laughs> is an air purifier. 
And all it did, it was like a half an hour infomercial that let you know, like all the gross stuff that was in your air and the black filter when they clean it out. And they'd be like, you need this in your home. Like you won't get sick. Everything will smell better. It's cleaner. And I remember just watching it and my mom was dead asleep. So I went down the hall and in her bedroom and I was like, mom, you gotta wake up. <laughs> no, no, <you> don't. <laughs> she was like, why? I was like, there's an ionic breeze. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> and I just remember that so vividly because I was convinced like we were missing out like it was basically a PSA from the government of Canada and we were on board that is so funny oh, yeah I love this my best my oh, best moment my goodness if anyone has an ionic breeze I will buy it from you yeah I'm sure you can get one like on eBay I'm gonna have to Okay, so I have a book that I need to talk about. Okay. That once again was way too old for me. <laughs> and nothing I would read today, ever. <laughs> um, and I have a very vivid memory of buying this for a quarter from a yard sale. Are you from 1975? Yes. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, and it is called Where the Heart Is by Billy Letts. I remember telling Gabe about this, but I don't know if he remembers. Um, this is an adult chiclet romance <laughs> about a woman who lives in a Walmart and gives birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this seventeen-year-old is pregnant, and her boyfriend abandons her at a Walmart, and she's like, "Well, what can I do? I guess I'm gonna live in this Walmart," and then she does. <laughs> close and she just lives there all day and then she gives birth in the walmart and then walmart's like whoa the publicity you can have a job (laughs) um the best part is their names so the main character's name is novali um and her last name is nation and when she has her baby girl she names her baby americus nation no. Americus. No. Americus. And this takes place in Oklahoma, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, everything kind of fits into place is this, there. Is this a parody of like a pro-life pro- propaganda film? Absolutely not. This came out in like I think 1993 or something and it was dead serious. It was a romance. Um, she falls in love with this eccentric library who, librarian, not a whole <laughs> library. Of those libraries. Um, who, oh, I, have a, I haven't read this book in so long. I should definitely reread it. Um, who I remember busts through the window of the Walmart when he sees her giving birth and then delivers her baby. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, where in the Walmart is she giving birth? Just like on the in the produce aisle, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let us wrap. There is a movie adaptation which I own on DVD because I made my dad special order it for me after I read this uh, book uh. like six times, and I'm sure my parents thought I was like absolutely bonkers because I was like seven, obsessed with this chiclet book about a girl in a Walmart. Whoa! Um, and it came out in 2000, and it stars Natalie Portman. I own it on DVD, so I think we need to have a movie night. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can't wait to... Later tonight. Is this not yes. a comedy? It's not a comedy. It is a 
rom-com. No, no, it's not a comedy. My, it's a, it's just a, a dramatic rom. romance. A drama. It's not comedy. This is. Just, these are their I names. I just can't believe because it sounds like something you would make as like an SNL sketch today to parody how little America actually cares about children with Will Ferrell. oh my god oh and i remember at the end of the book her shitty ass boyfriend comes back and i think he wants to like raise the baby with her and then he's like drunk or something and he ends up getting hit by a train and dying holy yeah and i read this book like 18 times and then in middle school I suddenly developed like an intense fear of trains which has now been long gone i don't know why i was so scared scared of of them they're scary but i was terrified like i remember watching um race to witch mountain with the rock and anna sophia rob do you remember that no anyway Wait, yes there's a yes. scene where they're running from a train on a train track and i like started sobbing and my parents were like what the fuck but it was so scary anyway i tried to reread this book and then i got to that part and then i couldn't finish it so I, that's the last time i tried to read it i get that i just remember when we were in middle school they watched us a, they, they watched us they <laughs> showed us a um a train safety video and yeah they showed people being hit by trains they showed people having no limbs afterwards and then just all the funerals yeah. and, was, and we lived on the other side we had to cross our train track every day to go anywhere so i was terrified to date to date if i hear a train i have to like blast my music in the car turn my lights up and basically risk being an accident remember I, the scene where the, the girl was climbing between the train no. cars and then a, one of the trains like come to couple it and just bashes it and then she it's like she she turns diagonal and then it cuts to black yeah oh my god this is not funny i'm upset i was in cheerleading and at my cheerleading gym there were posters everywhere for train safety like why i always thought trains were gonna be a bigger deal but like they only stay on their track calm down no there were yeah there were really scary pictures of people getting literally hit by they were like animated but they were getting hit by trains and like bleeding and that's like one of the main reasons i quit cheerleading well it's terrifying my mom says ever since i was a bb like newborn bb that every time the train would go by at 1 15 my parents would just look at each other and wait for me to just freak out in my crib yeah it still happens to date i don't like them (laughs) I don't know where that intense fear came from for a couple years, but I all of the videos of kids getting hit by trains. Probably. I really like trains. Okay, well, you can go on your own then. I was on a train once. I didn't like. I want to go. She was on a train. I didn't mind it. I want to go on a train (laughs) across Russia. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so you suddenly like trains? No, I can be on on a train. Is safe. Until it's mm. not. Don't let me think about it too much. <laughs> Derailment okay. in the Siberian g- mountains. Maybe we should move on. Okay. Oh, my biggest fear is being lost on a mountain. Don't know why. Am I ever going to go on a mountain? Yeah, but you you are convinced that bears will just come up to you. And if you go, hi, oh, then they'll ca- love it's you. It's not the bears. Yeah. What ba- is a it? bear would love me. Okay. I don't think a bear would love me. I, I, I'm, I know a bear would love me. Okay, then what, what are you scared of? And I'm of? upset that you think they wouldn't. What are, you, what are you scared about in a mountain? Being lost. But you're friends with all the animals, Snow White. The, Why does that matter? <laughs> <laughs> the bears are fine, but it's like hypothermia, being just lost in the well, snow. Well, the bear loves you so much. Yetis, cannibals. snuggle. Oh, okay. Elsa and her sister both managed being in the mountains quite well. Yeah, but they're magic, and I'm not Elsa. Yeah, but the cold does bother me. 
But the bear you can snuggle with. Well, what if I don't need a bear? Moose? Elk? No, deer, they wouldn't like me. Wolf? I also coyote, learned recently that bears can bobcat. use their hands. Yeah. Whoa, I just had a like mind-blowing humans. idea. What? Think of like Frozen, like a Frozen dark movie. However, in this version, it's basically Tom Hanks and Castaway, but in the snowy mountains instead. And he, instead of having like the volleyball that he talks to, he builds a snowman named Olaf. Oh <laughs> my God. And he goes insane and thinks that's up. The, the snowman Olaf is real <laughs> and doing all the things that happen in the animated movie. And then it's really sad and he like dies at the end or something crazy. It's just the worst Elsa movie. Elsa is Tom Hanks. They always look kind of well, similar. There's that movie that I've been trying to get Gabe to watch with me forever and we just never got around to it. That is also called Frozen. Came out before Frozen. Um, and it's about these three people who get stuck on a ski lift and like... The, the ski lift's closing, but they get there and they're like, oh, we really just want to go down the hill one time. So the guy's like, all right, I'll leave it open. But then he leaves and forgets about them. So they're stuck on a, on a ski lift like 30 feet high in the middle. Um, and it's this they're closed until Monday. So they're there for the whole weekend. So and it's like a horror movie and it's terrifying. And like, what would you do? Like they try everything and it's really scary. Well, if they anyway. don't build an Olaf snowman out of delusion, then I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, there was another book I read that was also too old for my age, but I also read it like 25 times. Um, and that was called Can't Get There From Here by Todd Strasser, I think. And it was really, really sad. And it was about homeless teens and they all had nicknames. The main character's name was Maybe. And there was, like, just a group of them. There was, like, one called Tomorrow, one Rainbow. Like, they didn't have real names. They just went by nicknames. And it was really, really sad. And everyone was, like, dying from drug overdoses oh, and um, liver failure from alcoholism and stuff like that at, like, 18. And then there's, like, a, a 12-year-old girl who comes and, like, joins them because she ran away from home, too, and then the main character tries to save her, and it was just, like, devastating. And I was probably eight when I read that and didn't know the troubles of the world. Whoa. Ooh. But it was really good. That's a lot. Yeah. Needless to say, we have vivid memories of our childhood. I, mine are all not safe for children. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. But I did love the Disney Channel with all of my heart. The Disney Channel always had a lot of, like, weird original movies. Loved So those. many surfer movies. Loved them all. Yeah. But it was the biggest treat because one of my favorite movies is A Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. And I purposely never downloaded it, never owned it in any way, shape, or form because when it came on, out of the blue... <laughs> On a Saturday when I had nothing to do. Such a treat. I was like, ah! <laughs> and then I just sit down and watch it, and I was in pure heaven. I love oh. that movie. I still don't remember if I've even seen it. <gasps> what? Oh, my gosh. We have such a list of things. That like, maybe, Rachel, you made me watch it once. Well, I didn't own it, so you would have just had to be at my house on a Saturday. Yeah, I think that was the thing. Like, it just never happened. 
And it would never be on YTV because it was a Disney Channel movie. Yeah. So it never, I could never see it on TV. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I watched a video of her the other day. She was like super addicted to Vicodin for a while. And like she's overcome it, but she was sharing her story. What a beautiful Uh, woman. I love her, Jamie Lee Curtis. My favorite Disney Channel original that I made Gabe watch with me pretty recently was Pixel Perfect. Have you seen it, Rachel? I remember. I don't think I saw it, but I remember all of the... <laughs> like, Disney was really good at promoting their own movies. Like, they had no out-of-the-blue commercials. It was always just, like, just shoving just movie and right. show after movie yeah. and show in her face. That was the days when you were like, I need to be in front of my TV at 7 p.m. Yes. <laughs> All week they would say they're going to play this. Well, I was obsessed with Pixel Perfect and watching it as an adult, it was not nearly as good. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> it was still so funny. I can't say I remember it except for that scene at the end. <laughs> There was a lot. I would say, I would say that wins like a Disney Channel award, at least in the early 2000s, for best visual effects. Because they so certainly did quite a few things. Yeah. What about the Princess Protection Program? The Princess Protection Program. I love that. love that movie. So good. I'm obsessed with Selena Gomez. I don't think Still I've seen that one. to this day. It's Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. Oh, I, okay. I, yeah, I think I very much remember that. Oh, my God. That. And Demi's a princess, and she has to go, like, live a normal life, to, like, because she's in danger. She's basically and, in, like, the witness protection program, yeah, but for a princess. For <laughs> and Selena's, like, trying to teach her how to be normal, but she's, like, a grumpy teen. Yeah, oh. she's pretty angsty, but then they that become them. That sounds really annoying, but I guess I'd give no, it a try. it was so good oh my gosh in the song we're one i can't sing we're one in the same oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so but good. then let's dial it back a couple years prior camp rock camp rock we rock, we rock on. yeah for you camp love rock that. is amazing high school musical amazing Oh my God, Cadet Kelly. <gasps> Cadet the Kelly. Best. Cadet Kelly. The best. That they is the best. We actually got to watch that in Cadets, just FYI. That's when amazing. I was a C Cadet. <laughs> oh my God, I wanted to do that like dance that they do with the rifles. So bad. Well, you can learn it. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't that? know. I just, it shocked me that you wanted a, a gun song. <laughs> well, I don't like guns, but I just wanted to do the dance. And then the ribbons, and it was like, <gasps> oh my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Since I haven't seen it in so long, I just remember really enjoying it. But is the is this was it military propaganda? I mean, yeah, I like kind, yeah. It was a happy ending in the military. She was like, I didn't want to go to military school, but then she went to military school and, and had she a great met a time. Boy. <laughs> she had a in fun time. military school. Oh, that's that's tacky. Uh, it was great. So but whatever. Hillary Duff in that movie. I met Hillary Duff. Me too. <gasps> Probably the same night. No, she came to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Everyone in our town, everyone went to this one Hillary Duff concert. Except me. Well, every, like, I feel like every female who was, like, about our age went to this Hillary Duff concert. Yeah. You, you can just bond. You can look at someone who looks like they're your age and you'd be like, Hillary Duff in, like, 2006 or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, yep. <laughs> what was there? Third yep. row. <laughs> I was, or actually my sister, like, my, okay, back it up. 
my parents bought me tickets because I was obsessed and I was a monster and I got them for Christmas oh and then my sister won more tickets with backstage passes on the on our local radio so then my sister who claimed she hated Hillary Duff went and then I went and then I got the closer seat and I got to meet her and I was taller than her when I was 10 <laughs> I also weighed more than her and I was like oh. oh and also part of that was that I got um like <laughs> part of the whole deal was that you were gonna get a call from Hillary Duff well they did the friggin call out air quotes when I was at school so I came home and there was a message and my mom's like there's a message for you on the phone and I was like what so I played it and it was like hi this is Hillary Duff and it was clearly just a recording that they went they just sent out to everybody and I was so excited that she called me that I left it on her answering machine and then one day the power went out and it was gone forever no, that's <laughs> devastating I just remember it went out and then I walked by a couple days later and went there's no messages <laughs> who oh, deleted it I'm so sorry yeah it's it's I hard wonder if Hillary Duff remembers that she better <laughs> I just, oh, I love Hillary Duff. She was on Gossip Girl. Yeah. It was a great time. When? We haven't gotten to that part, and I don't know if we are, we ever will. I might just have to watch it on my own, and but I am willing. But she has a threesome with the Dan. Spoilers. No, she's, she, she's no, an angel. she's in a threesome scene with Dan and another well, female character. Wasn't she, like, character. 25 by then or something? Yeah. Maybe. And you you are going to be shocked Honestly, when you find out who the other character is. Wait, was this after I would have met her? Yes. Good. Because I just think that if I, I would just be like my 10-year-old self knowing that I was hanging out with someone who I idled, who was in a threesome when I was 10. It wasn't real. <laughs> well, it would have been me. I was 10. <laughs> I met her in a Flintstone shirt. Like, I was innocent. <laughs> I will definitely put on Gossip Girl while I'm gaming. Yes, and I need your live reactions. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to 2006. There's a reboot now. Yeah. I want to go back to, to 1999. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mm-hmm. 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 You know, I've been to the year three not much has changed but they live underwater that is a childhood song that great, i would rather great, forget but great, it, what is that? Never, it lives in my head rent free it's pretty fine what is that well the jonas brothers covered it which is how i heard of it year 3000 but yeah. who did it first i don't know i didn't know i don't think i knew Wait, it was a cover you didn't like that song well like i did but the thing is is i don't like how much it lives rent free in my brain so i know that when the jonas brothers covered that also i was really i was still gonna marry nick jonas um when they covered it they said your great 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 granddaughter is doing fine but i know in the original they said she's pretty fine but that was too risky for the Jonas <gasps> Brothers. That's too risky. So they were like, no, she's just doing fine. She's doing fine. She's okay. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else have any childhood favorites they want to talk about? I can go on for years. Oh, but one, one thing. Mm-hmm. Not from my childhood. From my childhood, but I didn't absorb it into my brain, into my being until I was 21. <laughs> 
two <laughs> spirit oh yeah we all had that one horse girl friend who made us watch spirit too much I loved Spirit when I was 21. That's the first time Were I watched it. Are you the horse girlfriend? No, I've never watched it until now. Okay. Wait, didn't I watch it with you? That was my throat. <laughs> 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 no, Spirit was really good. It's so good. Yeah, maybe. It was really There's good. There's no dialogue. It's just a narrating, yeah, narrated by a horse. <gasps> I just remembered that I was obsessed. I thought there was dialogue. No. I thought there were talking horses in that movie. That is Spirit now the tv show for young girls but there was like a 2000s animated film oh wait no there were some people who talked like very briefly but the majority of the movie is just narrated in scenery remember every time we'd watch shrek on the original vhs that i had it was that starting it was like the eagle that was flying over the big canyon that was spirit I absolutely I saw that when I was really really young as like a movie rental on VHS and then I think that is what inspired me like I only saw it once and I remember being really impacted by it so I'm thinking that was probably a movie night idea that I had with you because I think I remember us watching it it's so good but the thing is is like I have a Mandela effect of remembering those horses talking to one another the horses (laughs) did definitely never spoke well that sounds excellent but the narrator narrated feelings of the horses because it was narrated by the horse oh you know what that sounds like kind of familiar because i remember there's parts where like the humans are trying to yeah the humans are bad 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 yeah bad human is it like that one the the heffalumps from mass effect who are like excited thank you for shopping nervous are you okay (laughs) (laughs) um I no. forget what I always forget what race they oh, are. Oh, those are called um, the Elcor. Elcor. I have no idea what you're anyway. talking about. Well, you'd love them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't speak with emotion. They speak monotone, but they say what emotion they're feeling. For the sensitivity of other, yeah, language speaking. So races. So basically, okay. It's like shocked. What was that? <laughs> but they have like really low voices okay i'll do a good impression yeah reassuringly <laughs> hope you and your family are doing splendidly whoa <laughs> that's so good yes anyway questions yes okay i prepared something special for rachel and gabe this episode i'm dancing i'm so excited because because I'm just flipping through my notebook here. Because we're talking about childhood favorites. A game from all of our childhoods is MASH. So I have created two separate mashes for Rachel and Gabe. I'm going to weep. I love Whoa. MASH. Mansion, apartment, shack, or home. Yes, it's the one where you pick <laughs> categories. I taught I did, some adults how to I play did, this stuff. I didn't even one. remember <laughs> <laughs> Lamborghini limo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but the thing is, I've already filled in choices. So what do I get to do? Are you drawing my circle? Do you get to count yeah. my lines? Oh, yeah. So you guys don't get to do anything, but I'm not going to tell you the choices, but I'll tell you them as I cross them out, and then I will tell you at the end what your future is. Okay. So. Okay. Thank Should you. we explain how this game works again? Because I don't really remember. I will because I love it, Sarah. <laughs> yes, please do. So. 
basically with mash, you write the word mash on the top and it stands for mansion, apartment, shack, and house. And how we used to play it, and I hope this is how you did it, on one, you divide like this, you put a box and on each side of the box, so there was mash on top and then you put three people that you'd end up with. Oh, I did four, but yeah. Okay, four people that you'd end up with. And then on the bottom, you put four numbers. You, you never told someone what they meant, but it's how many kids you're going to have. <laughs> so people would be like, one, ten, a million. So, oh, I didn't do that. Okay, and then on the <laughs> side, it was what kind of car you wanted to drive. So you had to pick something like a Lamborghini yeah. or a limo, but then also like a Civic, but no kid knew what a Civic was. But like, yeah. this is something that's really boring. And then you draw a little circle. Or like the person doing the game draws a little circle, like a little swirly. And then you just tell them, stop. And then they count how many lines you have. And then they just go around the whole square. And every time oh. they get to that number, they cross off that thing. So eventually you're left with one on each side and that's your future. Wow. Yeah. wow. I love this it's game. Amazing. So I used to make my parents play it with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So the categories I did are significant other, pet, transportation, um, kids, job oh I guess I did do how many kids I forgot there's so many sides isn't that too many sides when I was a kid we do like nine so I only did five I mean I mean we only did four categories and oh well, I did whatever five. when he does a different I spent okay. a long time on this <laughs> I'm excited okay do me first okay tell me when to stop stop one two three four okay so I'm gonna tell you what categories I or what things I cross off as okay. I cross them off so you are not going to be married to a professional wrestler who screams everything he says. <laughs> you are not going to become the designated caregiver of every child in North America. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you are not going to have two tubs of whole freeze-dried fish as pets. <laughs> and you are not... For your transportation, you're not just going to be really good at cartwheels. <laughs> um, for your job, you are not going to give up your mortal life to become a geranium in a field of flowers. <laughs> oh, I kind of want that. I was not high when I did this, but <laughs> now that I'm rereading it, I'm like, what was wrong with me? Um, you are not going to have 18 kids with different men. Sweet. <laughs> You are not going to have a dog that only eats onions. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot the mash part. You're not going to live in a house. Oh, no. <laughs> you are not going to have a horse-drawn carriage with no horses. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to marry Will Ferrell. I'm so sorry. <gasps> Things that I get taken away from me. You are not going to have five kids that you keep losing in a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get them back later? <laughs> yeah. You are not going to be a musician who only does eight-hour concerts singing well-known commercial jingles. <laughs> That's so long. <laughs> you are not going to live in a mansion. Well, no, apartment or shack. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to be married to Jesse McCartney. <gasps> <laughs> that was actually one of my first plans. <laughs> You are not going to be a professional catfish who cons sad men out of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't afford my mansion. You are not going to live in a shack. Ooh, appartement. Congratulations on your apartment. Thank you. Um, your transportation is not going to be just four extra legs. <laughs> <laughs> and you are not going to have 12 ducks in a trench coat as your pet. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So What's this, my future? This is your final future. So you are going to live in an apartment. Okay. You are going to be married to a portrait you found in a thrift store. Into it. You are going to have one child who just really loves Satan. Oh no. Um, your pet is going to be a box of rocks. Maintenance. That's easy. Your job is going to be a really shitty landscaper. (laughs) (laughs) And your transportation is going to be a coffin and some pallbearers. (laughs) (laughs) Can it be the dancing coffin people? Okay. This is up to you. Sounds like a really weird cult movie. I would love to see a movie with a Satan child in an apartment, coffin (laughs) transportation, bad at landscaping. I think this is... A box of rocks and a portrait from a thrift store. Somehow you guys had a baby. No wonder it loves Satan. Yep. Okay. (laughs) I love this. Okay, Gabe. What's your future? Tell me when to stop. Okay. The swirl is starting and it's going faster. That's too many. Stop. Hey, six. Okay. This is hard to do while holding the microphone. Don't look. I can't read them from here. Okay, good. (laughs) So you're not going to be married to Judge Judy. That's pretty sad loss there. You are not going to have one of the dogs from Paw Patrol drawn on a piece of loose leaf as a pet. Um, so you're not going to have 45 kids that you just kind of found somewhere. <laughs> Good. You are not going to be a ghost hunter who preys on the mentally unstable by screaming at them and telling them there's ghosts in their home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Um, you are not going to be married to a hot serial killer who leaves body parts around. Mm-hmm. Um, your transportation is not going to be a kaleidoscope that you think is magic, but in reality, you just walk everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I like how crazy we became. (laughs) Um, your job is not going to be you inventing a highly addictive cereal that makes you billions, but single-handedly raises America's obesity rate to 102%. (laughs) (laughs) You are not going to be married to Sandra Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, you are not going to have a giant flying cat Final Fantasy style as your transportation. <laughs> You're not going to live in a mansion. Um, your pet is not going to be a piece of sea glass that just looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind. Of, I think I have a few of those already. <laughs> Um, your job is not going to be a proud member of 16 different multi-level marketing companies. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Um, your transportation is not going to be the lid of a metal garbage can. You're not going to live in a house. Mm. You're not going to live in an apartment. <laughs> no. Shack. Your pet is not going to be immortal puddles. Oh, that's so sad. Um, you are not going to have one child who comes out asking for the manager. <laughs> Good. And your child is not going to be Colonel Sanders, who you've mentally adopted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you ready to hear your confirmed future? No. 
Hey, so you are going to live in a shack. Great. You are going to be married to JFK's ghost. (laughs) You are going to have six penguins as a pet. Love this. Okay. You know what? That's that's okay. Your transportation is going to be the shell of a VW bus. No engine. (laughs) (sighs) You are going to have three children who all look exactly like Mariah Carey. Ooh. (laughs) And your job is going to be you getting famous from being a contestant on MasterChef, except you secretly made everything out of illegal meats. <laughs> this doesn't sound that bad, actually. Mariah Carey kids married to a ghost. Yeah. I'm sure I could learn so many interesting things. Six penguins. I would love to have six penguins. I just tried to visualize you having six penguins in this apartment, and I just pictured also, you saying children. sorry a lot three when you accidentally children. pushed them out of the way. But they all look like Mariah Carey. Yeah, but in a shack with penguins. Yeah, but you don't... I mean, your husband is a ghost, so. Yeah, he doesn't take up space. He can yeah. be anywhere, I guess. I feel like you're going to get slapped by a lot of penguins. Yeah. <laughs> And you don't really have a car. You just have the shell. I mean, I could just be used as a second living space. For the penguins or for you? Uh, oh, maybe the penguins. Or just an add-on to the shack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys are satisfied with your futures. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't go to university. What else could I expect for myself? A really shitty landscaper. It's Satan more than what I baby. expected. <laughs> That's sad. Can I be one of your pallbearers? Yeah. Okay. Lit. Cool. Well, I think that wraps up another weird <laughs> ass episode of Blanket mm-hmm. Fort Books. Thank you so much t- for listening to us talk about things. Talking about things. Talking. Uh, somebody back me up. Talking mm. about things with the Blanket Fort Book mm. crew. Talking about things, talking about things, talking about things with the blanket book, Fort book, queen. I don't know where that went. That was amazing. That should be our theme song. Done. If you want to follow me and tell me how much you love my songs, you can just hit me up on Abrams Records on Twitter. And you can hit me up at Wit and Wisdoms on Twitter. If you want me to make you a specialized match game, mash game. <laughs> and I'm Gabe, and you can find me at Board Seed on Twitter. Wait. Hmm. We're reading a book together. Oh, yes. If you want to join us for our read-along that is happening on... The episode's going to go live on December 4th. We will be reading On the Edge of Gone by Corinne do this i'm already stressed and i'm only like 30 pages in (gasps) i haven't started yet but i'm really excited to and i hope someone some of you are going to join us because that'd be really really fun Woo! okay thank you so much for listening blanket for book crew 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 blan